0: This is Abraham bar and you are listening to HaRoyet HaNolad. And actually this morning, this is a very special morning. We are in the morning of Chag hanukkah of the great miracles that happens by Ami Mahem and we all know that Hanukkah has the root of Chinuch, Chanukah in Hebrew and Chinuch it's not a coincidence that it's the same letters, it's actually meaningful for us. And Hashem, this morning, I would like us to learn this concept of um, this concept of uh, how we can take the candlelights and we can actually use the candlelights, we use the lights to help ourselves to warming up our home Instead of burning the home, I mean, some families, because of this Chak um, Hanukkah, they actually feel so bad, the kids on vacation, and they're home early, and we're lighting the menorah really early, on like 5 p.m. And and then, what are we going to do with our kids so many hours together? It's getting worse. So, today, Be'ezvat Hashem, I would like that we will learn how to use these warming lights and actually warming up our home instead of burn it. Well, the listeners, before we start, let me to remind you that this radio show is struggling with some issue of raising children. And you are more than invited to send us your text messages via phone number of 347-927-8398. That's 347-927-8398. And um, we hope you will send your text messages right from now so we will be able to evaluate the time that we need to give you the answers. Well, the listeners, I found out that Hanukkah and Chinuch are really equals in many, many, many things. And let's start with... Um, Explanation of the concept of chinuch in Hebrew. <clears throat> well, the Pasuk says, <sighs> I'm sorry. The Pasuk says, <laughs> Which means in Hebrew, you have to educate your child when he is still young. So when he will grow up, he will not move. He will not stray from the path that you actually painted for him. And Chazal explained us what is the deep meaning of Chanuch L'Nahar. What is the meaning of Chinuch? Well, Rashi Zatzal explained that Chanuch, it means It means that Every beginning with the view to the long term actually called chinuch. And here is a few examples. Do you know the concept of khanukata bait? What is the meaning of chanukatabyt? Khanukatabyt means that when I actually move to a new house and I ask from Hashem, please Hashem, I want this house. I want to establish my house on the value of Torah and mitzvot and Kedusha and Tahara. That's what I want to do. So the first using in my home will be to gathering 10 Avrechim, 10 people with the Yuracha mind, And we sit all together and we're learning and we uh, are reading a few uh, psalms, a few verses from the Torah, from the Nevi'im, from the Mishnah, we learn Torah. But the deep meaning is, um, the deep meaning is that actually, we don't looking only for this moment, that I want my house, that people will learn Torah in my house, only for that certain hour. No, not at all. I just actually express my will that I want my house to always being in the voices of Torah and kedusha and Mitzvot. Well, indeed, I start with, with only one hour of limut Torah in my home, but actually I'm looking for the long term. I really want my house to, to establish my house on the Torah and mitzvot will keep going all over my life in this house. So if you want to make a little summary, it means like this. I'm doing right now a certain action, but not for this moment itself, but I want it to continue on for the long term. I want the Kedushah, the Torah, continue on for the long term one more concept of Chanukat HaMizbeach what means Chanukat HaMizbeach um Chanukat HaMizbeach means that the first use of the Mizbeach when we sacrifice the first korban well we have to sacrifice a cow or any Tehorah animal so now I start, I start using the Mizbeach, but not for the certain korban. I just start the korban right now, but I want it to continue on. I want the working of Beta will will keep on, keep going all over the years. So any first use in something with the view for the long-term that I actually called Chinuch. Chinuch means beginning. When I'm beginning something with the view of the long-term. When we approach the Chinuch Yiladim, the same concept. What is the meaning? It means make an actual actions right now, but with the view for the long term look at the long term how you want to establish your child's soul your child's personality and we have the abilities to make the startup of our child's personality with the view of the long term when i'm concerning about his future and how my action, my certain actions right now, will influence his mind for the future. So, if we really got this point, we can explain like this. Let's say that I want my little Yossi to come with me to the shul. I want want him to get used, to make davening, I, I, I want him. I want him to to learn how to make it a fila. Now I tell him Yossi, I want you uh, to leave to leave your uh, to leave your house, to leave your toys right now. You stop everything you do, even if you're in a middle in the middle of really interesting story in your book, or if you're in the middle of building a new house in your lego blocks i want you to stop it all and give me a hand and come with me to the shul my dear yossi leave everything and he comes with me to the shul but let's be honest what's really going on inside his heart does he really want to come to the shul no not at all he in his perspective he really wants to stay on a bed with a very interesting um, book or with his Lego blocks. He wants to, to keep playing. He, he doesn't want to go to the tefillah right now. But I stopped him. I forcing him, you come with me. Then he sits next to me and then I really makpi be sure that he will open the Siddur. He will open the book and he will read the words of the tefillah. And when everybody is standing, I want him to stand. When everybody's sitting, I want him to sit. When everybody says Amen, I want him to say Amen. I just activate my child with no any attention to what's going on inside his heart. And it's really horrible. You know why? Because when Yossi came back from the tefillah, now he hates the tefillah more than in the beginning. Because in the beginning, when you talked with him about the tefillah, oh, I have no cheshek, I don't want to go to the tefillah, that's it. But now when you forced him and you stop him from his Lego blocks, from him, from his uh, interesting book, you stopped him and you forced him to come, now he more hate the tefillah than the beginning. So you actually did a certain action with your kids, but I didn't notice what's going on for the long term. Is my child really internalized the value of the tefillah? Or maybe chas v'shalom. He internalized hate. He hates the tefillah. And it's really, really important to look into my child's hearts. Do not exchange chinuch with activation. I have many, many lectures on my website that actually you can find out the uh, distinction between activation to education. I mean, many, many parents actually exchange the concept of education with activation. Say thanks to grandma. Say please. You forget the magic word. Many, many actions that we actually demand our children to do without notice do my child really internalize the value? Or maybe he just hated more than in the beginning. When you offer uh, a, choc- a chocolate to, to your child, and he says, Yeah, I want to eat it. And then you say, Okay, but Barucha first. Say Shakoni abilvaro first. I don't want to bless. I don't want to say the Barucha. No, if you don't say the beracha, you don't get the chocolate. No, please, mommy, you don't get the chocolate till you say the berakah. Okay, okay, I'll say the Barucha. Barucha, call me very fast. <laughs> and then he ate the chocolate. So. Now, does he more loving the Beracha, or maybe he more hate the Beracha? Probably, he hate the Beracha more than the beginning. Because when you force someone to do something, automatically, he actually developed rejection. Because nobody wants someone to force him to do something. It's against the Koach ha-bechira. Koach ha-bechira in Hebrew means the power of making choice. The way Hashem created any personality on earth is that he wants to make decisions he wants to make his choice when someone actually being involved in the process of making choice in my heart actually I automatically develop rejection nobody can control me I don't want anybody to control me the first desire of the personality is the freedom I want to be free I want to make my thinking, my choices. I don't want anybody anyone to be involved, including my parents. So any action that you actually demand your child to do, you're only activating an external behavior, but not in but not in internal behavior. And that's the issue here. So when we can the, the menorah, we actually the Torah says, Behaalotra et Hanirot. Behaalotra et Hanirot means that Brashi says, Ad Shetehe shall have Ola Meelea. Mahakavana, what's the meaning? Ad Shetehe shall Ola Meelea. You have to burn with the match. You have to burn the the, the, uh, um, the petila, the candle lights, but you have to stay with your match until most of the petila actually burning. Then you may leave the match from the nair, from the candle. The same concept, when we approach to raising children, to chinuch yaladim, Chinoch mean burn the menorah, just light the menorah, but make the progress completely. I mean, until you see that have it olam until you see that your own child actually wants to do, he wants to implement the good behavior from his own will without your pushes. The real test is What's, the, what's happening when you are not around? When you are on a travel and then your child, Yossi, going to the shul and he sits and he opens the book and he reads the tefillah by himself. Nobody has to push him to do that. Then you can make a mark and say, okay, checked. I know that my child actually internalized the value of shul, the value of the tefillah. Now I can be sure everything is good with him only when until the flame will raising above will burning by himself by itself without helping of the match well the listeners um, there is many many equals things between the menorah to raising children one of the halachot of the menorah means that we have to be mosif veholach we know that chanuka the word chanuka means hat nerot vehalakha kebayit hillel the first letters of the word chanuka it's hat nerot it means 8 candles vehalakha kebayit hillel and the halakha we're actually making the halakha today, just like Bet Hillel told us to do. Because there was a great machloket between Bet Chama'i to Bet Hillel. Bet Chama'i says that in the beginning, in the in the first day of Hanukkah, we're lighting the entire eight candles. And every day we're going lower and lower, down and down. The second day, seven candles. Third day, six candles. Fourth day, uh, five candles five candles, and go on, and so on. But Bet Hillel says, no, no, no. Mosif Ve'Holech. You always add one more candle, one more candle. The first day, one candle. Second day, two candles. Thursday, thir- three candles. And so on. And the Halakha is like a Bet Hillel. It means that we have to make sure that our children really making Mosif Ve'Holech. Really add Something good to their behavior any day, every day, every month, every year. What we call in many, many lectures, to be mitkadim, to make one step forward. It's really, really important to educate our children to make one step forward. Now, dear listeners, um, let me to remind you our phone number. If you have some dilemmas, some difficulties, and you want to get an advice, you can start, you can keep and send us your text messages to 347-927-8398. That's 347-927-8398. And also, you can call in our phone number, 718-683-5858. Now, we're going to... uh, a small musical break and Bezvet Hashem After the little, the little break we'll continue on with our topic and we're also telling you um, That Bezvet Hashem on January I will be in New York for a special visit. So stay, stay with us for more details be <gasps>
1: like digital shield to the best soldiers in the world Israeli, Israel. am not a botan, I'm not a Israel. I'm Israel.
0: This is a live broadcast and really, really special edition of this radio show, Chag Hanukkah, and actually we're speaking about the Hanukkah and how many details in Hanukkah are actually equals to Chinuch. Hanukkah and Chinuch is not accidentally uh, the same root, the same words of Hanukkah and Chinuch, just like, just like we explained. Well, before we go on and before we actually uh, address your question, let me to remind you, dear listeners, that I have a visit in New York really, really um, getting close. Um Bezrat Hashem, I will be in New York from January 14 until January 24th. January 14, 2016 until... Uh, January 24. Now, I would like to announce that Bezat Hashem we have a special workshop for parents and for educators and actually for anyone who actually interested uh, to learn how to improve his parents' parenting skills, how we actually struggling with some issues like discipline, like how we can embrace the self-image, the self-esteem of our kids, the self-confidence, um, the concept of punishment, where to punish and where we should avoid from punishment, um, all struggling, you know, with some difficulties like ADD or ADHD, uh, how we can manage ourselves um in front of the school system, uh, to do it with wisdom, without making any damage to our children, and many, many, many other topics. With Hashem we have a workshop of three sessions. Three sessions, the first workshop is Mansi, in Mansi, and it will be um, actually day, not night, day learning, day studies, and It will be three days in a row. I mean, January 18, 19, and 20. So I repeat workshop, very special workshop in Mansi. Three sessions in a row. Uh, Start on Monday, January 18. And then Tuesday, January 19. And Wednesday, January 20. Bezvet Hashem on the next month um, also we have a workshop in uh, Brooklyn in Flatbush we don't we still don't have the, the exact dates but the Zvart I will give you I will give you a few phone numbers um, that you can be in touch with the few women that actually treat my visit uh, for details about the workshop in Monsi and if you want to sign an appointment with me in Mansi, you can call to Mrs. Chaya Rosen, two phone numbers. It's 845-5969-682. And you can call also 845 371 This is for details and appointments uh, in Mansi. If you want to set an appointment with me in Brooklyn or if you want to register yourself to our workshop in Brooklyn, you can call to 917 690 1439. That's 917 690 1439. And also, all details about uh, my next visit by Ilana her phone or scheduling an appointment with me, uh, you can call to Ilana, 347-701-7588. Um, there is also a WhatsApp group. You can send a request to join our WhatsApp group um, to number 917 69 zero one four three nine actually in this whatsapp group we have ongoing updates all over my visit from now uh until the end of my visit all ongoing uh, uh updates like where we have lectures uh how you can reach me personally um like uh, where will be lecture today tomorrow the day after tomorrow Every ongoing um, um, updates, if you have some questions, everything you need, you can send requests to join our WhatsApp group to 917-690-1439. As we said, my next visit will be on January 14 through January 24. Ezra Hashem. Well, the listeners, before we address your questions, um, I would like to to complete a picture of Hanukkah and Chanukah. One of the very interesting halachot in Hanukkah is that a person need to lehadlik the Hanukkah the hadlaka osa mitzvah. When you were lighting the menorah, you actually made the entire mitzvah. And that's why, Kavta Ein la, Which means, if the flame turns off, you do not need to re-light uh, the menorah again. Let's say for the example, that you just lit the menorah, and the flame is very good, and two seconds after came the wind, extremely wind, and actually turned off the menorah, you don't have any, any, any chiyuv, any duty, any obligation to relight the menorah. No, you don't, you don't have to do that. But if we make the compromise between the halachot of Hanukkah to halachot of chinuch, it's, it looks pretty pretty weird. You know why? Because if I just try to lead the menorah, my own menorah, my child, that I want to, to make him excited, to, to make Torah and mitzvot, and I really try to make him happy with that, but suddenly I see that kavta, that my child actually is like, he turned off. He has no any light in his heart, in his eyes. He's not happy. He's not satisfied with the kiyum Torah mitzvot. He's pretty sad. But the halacha in Hanukkah says kavta en kukla. If it turned off, you don't have to to light the menorah again. But at the same thing in my child, when I see that he like turned off, he's sad. He fall down, that's it to leave him because Kaftan's a Kukla. Well, the answer is very simple. The Mishnah says, which means if someone lost one of his dear people, one of his relatives, like father, mother, someone that really beloved, and he lost him. And on the first seven days, when since he graved on the ground, this is Shivai yamim seven days of Nichum Avilim of Avelut, that people sit on the floor in a deep sorrow. When someone watching his dad person, he see the body of his beloved one, now it's not a time to give him nechama. to speak with him. it's not so horrible. this is the alam. that's the way it is. parents passed away and we'll live in now. It's not a time because metomu his beloved one, laying in front of his eyes. It's not a time for nechama. It's time for sadness. That's, That's the point. But after he graved him under the ground, and then he's a little bit more calm. And he came home and he makes it that have ra'ad, the first uh, feast when Avelim came home from, uh, from the, the funeral. They have to eat. And then after they eat, now you can start the mitzvah of Nechom Avelim. But not before than that. When I see my child that he's in a sorrow, I see that he really disappoints from himself. I don't know why, but someone make him lay him down, you know. He isn't down. This is not a time to remind him, look how many positive things you have. Look how many positive positive things you still exist. No, it's not a way. (inaudible) Kavta ein zakukla if the lights in your child's eyes turned off, leave him for now. Leave him for now. It's not a time to say devarim of nechama. But when we switch to the halachot of Hanukkah, that's right, Kaftan zakukla, that's, lo- that's right, but don't forget one fact. That tomorrow night, You renew your obligation to to light all the candles. The same candles that just in the last night was turned off. And I didn't have any obligation to light him again. But tomorrow night you have the same obligation. This is Nerot HaHidur. You must burn it. You must light it. So when I see my child in a deep sorrow, he disappointed, he really desperate from himself. Sometimes it's not a time for speaking. It's not a time. Um, it's not a time to speak with him. Divrei nechama. No. Leave him alone. Leave him to experience his sadness to be with his sadness it's also good for him but don't forget tomorrow which means when the sorrow the strong of the the major sorrow actually passed now it's the time to renew your encouragement to show him how many things he good how many things positive he has. Now this is the time to do it. And one more important thing, especially for Hanukkah. Hanukkah is a great, rare opportunity to make a chizuk with You know why? I'll tell you why. 200 years ago, when the circuses started their operation, when they started to run, so there was one circus that he was very special. He made some elephants dancing on the, in the circus to the voices of the, the choir. And people just wondered, how it's gonna happen, how the management of this circus makes the people, makes the, the, the elephants dancing in the show. How it's gonna happen? The choir just starts singing and the elephants start dancing. And the elephants make some weird noises, like just like they singing with them. How it can happen? So, one of the other circus that he was in competition with them, he actually hired a few detectives. And he asked them, please, try to find out how they make the, the elephants dancing and singing, how it can happen. I want to do it also. And the fact they discovered was, um, was amazing. They discovered that when those elephants, just born, they took them and they put them in a ground, in a ground, but the ground was, all the floor of the ground was covered with, with flame, With barn lashes. Barn lashes. And it was very, very warm for them. So the little elephants start to jump up and down, up and down, up and down. Because it it was so, so, so hard to them. So actually they start burning. Then, when they actually was with the burning coals, then the choir starts to play music. And they did it for 15 minutes. And after that, they let them a break, and another 15 minutes, a break, another 15 minutes, a break. Since they were born, they experienced so, so hot coals, Actually they was jumping because of the, the burning in, in their legs and their feet. After a while, after a few months of practice like this, they entered them to the circus itself and they just started to play the same regular music that the elephant was used to herd when they was on the burning coal and then automatically they started to jump up and down and they was crying but the interpretation of the crowd was wow look they dancing they singing they so excited but the naked uh, um, the naked truth was they was yelling. They was, they were actually screaming. It's hard. The same concept we can duplicate, we can copy to the concept of raising children. If your little Yossi sits next to you in the shoe, and he feels that you're insulting him, that you always criticize him, that you always have some comments for him. The experience of shul starts to be bad experience. Start to be insulting experiences. When you lighting the men around and your little kids dancing around you, and they push you and they move you, and you say, Stop it! Don't you understand we have to be very serious in the kiyum mitzvah of the hadlakat ne'erot. road? And now I make the kavana, the hotsiyyad everybody. Please don't move, don't birth, don't breath. No, it's not a way because maybe you lie them in Rabbi the Halacha. But all the rest is a tense, nervous experience that your children actually has every night with when you are lighting them in around what the value they absorb? what's the value they get that the kiyum torah or mitzvot making torah and mitzvot it's something not nice it's a bad experience maybe humiliated experience They don't want to be there. They're just waiting for the day that I will be able to leave all the Torah and mitzvah behind them. In professional terms, it's called the conditioning low. I wrote a large article on the conditioning low on my website and in my notebook. I'm really inviting you to read it. If you want to find a lot of my lecture, you can go on www.abraham-acrossbarzilai.com and you can add slash eng for the English website. So you can find many, many articles, video lectures, many, many materials that you can find, including um, our regular radio shows every week. It's updated by Iran Yaakov, and you can actually um, uh, use use it. Well, the listeners, we're going to a small, small musical break, and we'll be right back. So stay with us. Bye-bye.
2: Da hamrilla la hassi da, da hamrilla la hassi da, dei diva hoye diva hoye diva hoye diva la te, ga achoi, da hamrilla sche, hassi da, da hamrilla sche, hassi da, da hamrilla sche, hassi
0: Uh, describe the situation when a child actually experiences a lot of nervous from his father when they start learning together. I understood from this email that actually they have a regular Havruta every night for 30 seconds. And the mother actually impressed that the, the, the atmosphere when they learn in Havruta is pretty bad. So she asked what she can do. Well first of all um, I recommend you to try speak with your husband. Try speak with him and explain him how worse it is because maybe his child will be able to know and to remember the details the little details in the gemara. But you actually, maybe you won the battle, but you lost the entire war. I mean, okay, you succeeded. Now he knows the Gemara better than than you started. But what's really makes the difference? What's really matter is which kind of experience your child absorbs. It's really, really, really major point. That many parents don't and don't even realize. I, w- I want to ask you a question, okay? Tell me, or ask your husband, tell me, what actually you remember from being in 7th in grade or 8th grade? What do you actually remember from there? Do you remember the details in the Gemara, what your Rebbe explained to you? No, not at all. But if it was a rabbi who so warm to you he gave you a smile he encouraged you he made a nice atmosphere in the classroom that's the thing you really remember. Or in the opposite if you had a teacher that always insulted you always humiliated you oh you not forget it. Even when you're 30 years old, 50 years old, you remember this certain teacher. You know why? This is the proof that we're actually growing up with the experiences, not with knowledge. Not with knowledge at all. Especially over the age of Talmud Torah, the elementary school, since you're a child born till 12, 13, 13 years old. The most important thing is the atmosphere, is the experience. What kind of experience you actually make the linkage between Talmud Torah to the experience. Does Talmud Torah has a positive experience in your children's heart? Or maybe the opposite? You have to think about it. Speak to your husband. If you need my help, tell him to call me. I will give my personal phone number right right now. Beisrat Hashem, you can be in touch. Well, the listeners, our radio show is about to end. Let me to remind you that in January 14 through January 24th, I will be in New York, Beisrat Hashem, and we have a special workshop for parents, including three sessions, one workshop in Montsie and the other in Brooklyn. Uh, for details and making an appointment with me in months, you can call Mrs. Chaya Roseanne. Her phone number 845 5969 682 or 845 3711 292. If you want some details and you want to register yourself to a workshop in Brooklyn and Flatbush, you can call Mrs. Maytal 917. 917- 6901439 that's 917 6901439 if you want to arrange a lecture in your home or in your community or even if you want an entire shabbaton for your community or you want to set an appointment with me uh, and at all all details of my visit you can find by Ilana her phone number 347 347- 7017588 January 14th through January 24th also my personal phone number if you want private free consultation i can get phone calls every night between 10 p.m. through 12 midnight israel time of course my american phone number is 917 917- um it's 917 8094 944 917 Uh Dear listeners, I would like to give a great thank to Irani Yaakov for taking care about the technical side of this radio show. I would like to give a great thank to Mrs. Ilana for the arrangement of my next visit to Mr. Nissan Lazari. Thank you to Chaya Rosen and Meital for uh, making the registration to our workshop. bezrat Hashem, Chanukah Sameach to all of us, dear listeners. bezrat Hashem and Shabbat Shalom. Bye-bye.